You drown my fears in perfect love. That that line just gets me every time. I love that song so much. Um, the other day when um, Tanner, I got jealous of Tanner the other day when he got up and talked. He said Neil asked him um, to come up and say a few words, and I I thought like, well, why didn't uh, Neil ask me to come up and talk? And I'm like, I want to talk, because I'm, I'm not one that just stands up spirit or just like out of the blue. I, I I like people to like ask me what I think and then I talk. So I was a little jealous of Tanner when he got up and talked. I'm like, well, why didn't Neil text me? Well, then the other day Neil texted me, asked me to um, get up and talk. I'm like, oh man, Neil wants me to talk. Oh gosh, what am I gonna do? <laughs> But I just, I just love that song so much. And it got me thinking, the first time I heard it at um, the Well House the other day, I, we played it or whatever. And I heard it and I was just like, wow, that's just such a powerful song. And I was thinking like about my fears and like the, uh, a few months ago, if you had asked me like, what are my fears? I wouldn't, I would have said, I don't, I don't fear anything. I don't, I don't fear like spiders, heights. I don't fear death or anything like that. But then when I really thought about it, I'm like, I really do. I have a lot of fears that really get in the way of the way I, I live my life. And it's, it really, it really bothered me there for a little while because I'm thinking like, how am I supposed to be the man that God wants me to be? When I'm f afraid to talk to somebody that I don't know, when I'm afraid to interact with someone that's different from me, how am I supposed to show him the love that God has given me, the life that God has given me, if I'm afraid to talk to somebody I don't know? How, how can I do that? I, like, it really got me thinking. And it just, it just like, showed me, like, I don't know, like, it just showed me like how fear, how big of a thing fear is. Why do we, why are we so afraid to step out and do something different when we have a God that can split the sea for us to walk right through it? When he can raise the dead to life and I'm afraid to talk to someone I don't know. That's just, that just blows me away. I'm like, do I not believe everything that he says? I, it just like it just it just shook me, and then I'm so I'm like, how can we, how can we fear when we have a God that will, is that big? Second Timothy says, Second Timothy one seven, for God has not given us a spirit of fearfulness, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Yeah. That's how we have to interact with people. That's how we have to live our lives with power that we know that God is behind us, that if we are living in him, that nothing can stand in our way. With love that he gives us to interact with people that aren't like us, to show him his love, no matter what they come from, no matter what they do, that we still have to show them this love that God has given us, that love that he has shown us to, that, that has, just inter, had just completely wrecked what I thought life was with his perfect love. And then with a sound mind or a sound judgment, 
having the discernment to do things in the right way and showing people that love with that power but with still that, that good judgment. So we should approach our lives this way. We should approach sinners and other people that are different that need Jesus. We should approach them this way. And that that's that's lyric that he just split the sea so I could walk right through it. I pray, I pray that I can I can I can do that. I can walk right through it with the seas around me. That I can walk right through because I know he split the sea for me. I just, that's how we have to live our lives. And I can't do that if I'm scared to talk to somebody because they're different from me. I just can't do that. That, that lyric, I am no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. You are a child of God. That should just impact the way that we live our lives, knowing that God is our Father, that He chose us through all our sin and everything. That, that should just change the way we live our lives. That should put everybody in front of us because we know that they are a child of God. When they don't know that, and they still sometimes live better than we do, when we know that we have this power in God, that God loves us, we should live our lives like that. I just love that song. I thank you guys for singing it when you guys weren't ready to sing it. So thank you. That was awesome, Elijah, by the way. Like, nailed it. And um, I don't know, that, that song's just, like, what in the world? <laughs> it's so, like, just, like I said, the fe- like, I'm no longer, the, what you said, the, I'm no longer a slave to fear. It just, because, like, like, with me, like, I'm, when, public spe- when it comes to public speaking, like, I don't know why. Like, I can get in front of people and talk, like, just randomly about stuff, you know, but when it comes to, like, you know, being serious and talking, you know, or spirituality and stuff, it just, like, scares the, but, well, it scares me. <laughs> so, so, um, but I just, I was just going over that part over and over again. I was like, that is so, like, you have nothing to fear, you know, and just all the things we fear in life. And, you know, a lot of people, they think of fear, you know, like Elijah's saying, you know, afraid of, you know, actual things. I think it's more lines of fear of, like, you know, abstract things. Like, I'm afraid, like he's saying, afraid to talk to somebody or afraid to, to talk in front of people, or maybe it's, you know, afraid that, I don't know, just to talk, talk to anybody, it could be, you know, about, about spirituality or about whatever, and you don't have to be afraid. I mean, if you got God behind you, what's, what is there to fear? And so, um, I was just going to kind of tell where I'm at in my story real quick. Um, so, I've kind of, I've, I've been, I've been a Christian my whole life, you know, or I've, I've, thought I've been a Christian, you know, I've, you know, gone to church whole life, you know, and always just, I've always been around it, you know, being in the Bible Belt and stuff, always been going, being in church, and, um, but I just always felt like, I don't know, it's kind of like I was Luke, like lukewarm, I've always felt that way, and I know in the Bible it says, you know, I'd rather you be cold, or rather you be cold and, or not, uh, hot or cold, but not lukewarm, I'd spit you out, and I've always just thought, well, what good am I, you know? Like, I might as well just just not even believe in him or just just go and just forget going to church, forget everything about God. And um, and I was thinking, you know, maybe he doesn't want you to be lukewarm, but in order for you to get to become hot, maybe you need to be lukewarm. 
and eventually you'll get you'll get to that spot. And so, and I still think you know I, I kind of still think I'm I'm still there. I know, I'm still striving to be to be in a better spot, you know, and always going and growing the Lord. But I really think I started changing is when um I started coming to Neil services and um because you know. You can t- you can really tell when somebody like when God is is moving somebody, and I've never known anybody more than than Neil, that can just you can just tell that God's God's working through him and and I've always I've always kind of struggled with you know is like what how do I know God's real how do I know you know kind of struggle with that and you know when you hear Neil, Neil talk and his story his testimony it's like there has to be a God you know. I can smite, they can change Neil, make him, you know, this awesome man that I'm so proud to, so, um, so proud to have in my life, and, um, I can't believe I'm doing this, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just, just, I just hope that, you know, you can find somebody like, like Neil, or, you know, so somebody that you know God's working through, and he's really going to bless you, and. I'm not where I need to be, but hopefully I'm, you know, I'll keep growing each day, and hope I'll get there one day. Hello. Hi, friends. I'm fretting, so just pray for me. So this weekend has been kind of a struggle for me, and I had decided I was going to just let other people speak, and I wasn't going to say anything. But God would not leave me alone this weekend at all. He was everywhere I turned. Um, just to, I just want to talk about the struggles that I went through and then how he was there for me. Um, Friday, uh, as most of you know, I'm nearing the end of my education at Lipscomb. And honestly, I'm really scared. <laughs> like, I am really scared. I feel like I'm supposed to be an expert at this, and I'm not. And... I have low self-esteem, I'm insecure, and I encountered a lady that wasn't the kindest to me, and I took it really hard, and still kind of taking it hard. And I went home after crying for a long time, and I opened my Bible app, and um, the verse of the day was about the armor of God, and about holding up the shield, and I was going to read it, but my phone broke, and I can't get on it, and it makes me too nervous to look at it, so, but it's just about blocking the fiery darts, and that's exactly how I felt from this lady, it just, she was just spitting off stuff to me, I'm like, really, you don't even know me, but I read that, and I'm like, I, it's okay, I can move on, and, and it, she doesn't, what she says doesn't define me, and I, in these songs tonight, I was just like, Everything was just speaking to me. And one of the his first song, I think it was, Who Brings the Chaos Back to Order? And I just felt like this weekend was chaos. And I've just, and every, I feel like our life right now is chaos. Tanner's starting a new job. I'm starting a new job. I'm almost done with school. I'm trying to, I feel very spread thin. And I just, I want, it's my prayer tonight is just that he'd bring my life back to order. And I don't know what that looks like, but I just, I don't feel like it is an order. And then Saturday, uh, or Saturday night, or Sunday, what day, yeah, me and Tanner, I was up late, and occasionally I get kind of fearful of 
I get very fearful that I would be happier here, married to Tanner, and because I'm so happy with Tanner, and then dying and going to heaven because I'm really scared. It makes me very nervous that I don't get to be married to Tanner, if that's even true. I don't even understand it, and it makes me very nervous. I'm like, why would I spend life with somebody for this whole time and not be able to be with him? And and I prayed. I was like, God, will you just do something to set, give me peace about this? Because I don't want this to be on my mind. And I said, God, just give me a dream. And I never have dreams. I never remember dreams at all. And I woke up, and I had a dream. And... And, and I think we were in heaven, and I was with everybody I knew. And I don't know if I was married to Tanner, but he was there, and I knew him. And, and I knew of our memories together, and it just set me at ease. And I was just like, it's okay. He knows me. He made me. He, I'm going to be okay. He has me in mind with what heaven's going to be like, and it's going to be okay. <laughs> Hopefully I get there. But anyways, <laughs> sorry, that was all very scattered, and I hope it blessed somebody in some way. <laughs> Um, I don't normally talk, and I don't normally feel um, confident when I talk. But, like, I was just sitting here, and I don't know, everything that you said, it was just, my mind was just going fast. And um, another thing that we've been saying, or if you've been around me at all, is it doesn't matter if you're right or if you're good at it, but as long as you're confident, you've got it. <laughs> And I think we really saw that with the girls playing basketball last week. And <laughs> um, I just, um, I felt like my story, I, I shared this at the well on Wednesday, and I, I was like, oh, I don't need to share it again. Those people heard it, and that's fine, and, and they're here, so they'll think I'm weird saying it again. But um, I've heard other people's testimonies several times, so I figure they can say it more than once. I can I can say it again, and it's I felt like it was a very small thing to um, to God, but I I but it was a big thing to me, and and I was fine. And uh, this week, my last Friday, my car alternator went out, and I thought that it, it had been fixed, like in October. So I was like, oh well, we'll take it back to the same place and they'll, it'll be a refund, you know, or they'll get that part at least for free. And my dad, I was at school and I was on my planning period and I got a text from my dad and it said it was, um, he's like, I'm sorry to let you know this, but it's going to be about $400. And just after Christmas, everybody knows, you know, after Christmas, you're spending more money. You want, you're with your friends. So of course you're going to go out to eat and you're going to spend more money. And, um, and I had the money and savings for a new car. And so I was just, okay, that's fine. I, I, I've got to pay for it. I, I have to have a car to get back and forth to work. And I, I stopped and I said, you know, God, it's, that's what it needs to cost. And I know a check's not going to show up at my door. Um, you know, nobody, I haven't paid for anything else for somebody that they owe me money that I could, you know, go get that from them. And uh, I said, but if there's maybe just something, I, d I don't know what it could be. And um, my dad texted me, and I was still on my planning period about 30 minutes later. And he said that the guy had looked it up, and he replaced it two years ago, and it was under a five-year warranty, and it was 140 instead. And I know that I could have paid for it. 
um, but that he thought enough of me. And, you know, it, that could have happened even before I prayed. It, you know, I could have just gone on and my dad could have still found out that it was only 140 instead of 400. But that us even asking him, you know, the scripture that says, if you ask, it'll be given to you. And it's not always money. It doesn't have to be money. It can just be peace or happiness or joy. But um, that he did that for me when I, when it was very big to me, but, you know, could very, that was easy for him. You know, it's, he probably didn't even, you know, if I'm thinking of how God's thinking, you know, that's nothing to him. It's it's piece of paper, really. It's just money, and but that was a really big thing for me, and I, I felt like, I would be um, ungrateful, and and not getting up and saying it, and I, I don't know. I've these services and hearing from everybody, all of, I don't know. I'm so excited, and I'm not a I'm not a person that likes to get up and talk like like that, even in groups of people, but I just feel this excitement like in my heart and I don't, I'm not a jumper or yeller or, you know, shouter at all, but I feel like I could do that. Like I feel like I could. (laughs) So that's a big step. And I just, I, (laughs) woo! (laughs) Oh, now I'm embarrassed. Um, (laughs) But I love all of you guys and I love I love hearing from everybody. It's as I just even last week going through my first week of school back, um, I've just, I don't know. I know there'll, there'll be hard times in, in front of us or, but I, I just feel, I just feel his presence so much. And I, I just love being with you guys here and hearing what he's done for you. Well, I'll make this short. Um, when you was talking about the riches. I was the scripture coming to mind in Isaiah 6 1. In the year that the king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, sitting on the throne, and his train of his robe filled the temple. So my thinking was if train, when you go back to the old way that a train in a wedding, you know, the train that goes behind. The longer the train back then, the more wealth that you had. But if you get that idea, if you had a two-foot train, then you had a little bit of wealth. If you had a 10-foot train, you had more wealth. If you had a 20-foot train, you had more wealth. But it says our, our Lord, his train Feel the temple is like if it, it's not just ten foot, but it's like if you took it around this building here and filled the whole, the whole building with this train. That's what God is to us. When we, His riches that He supplies to us in whatever we have need of, He says, "If you ask, you shall receive." It doesn't always mean money and stuff, but that is part of it. I, he said He is rich to those that call on Him. So when we ask. When we call on him, that's all he wants. He says, ask and you shall find. Seek and you shall, it shall be added to you. So I was like, I just wanted to encourage you, Lord. He's got all the riches in glory that he wants to fill us with 
If we just ask and say, Lord, here I am, whatever I need. Sometimes if I can't, just like you said, you, you need a little extra money. He didn't have to give it to you, but he did because you asked. It's like whatever you need, if you're, you're dealing with pain, you're dealing with suffering, or if you're dealing with anger or whatever it is, you say, oh, you got to, sometimes we, he gets us to the end of our rope and we're like hanging on by two fingers, fixing to slip off. And you say, God, help me. He's there, willing, ready to help. Yeah. All you got to do is ask. Yeah. Amen. I guess I want to talk about two things. I won't be long. Um, one is, you know, what I've been afraid of and what I've been dealing with. You know, we're singing about fear. We're talking about fear. And, you know, I realize, you know, sometimes we think we've, we've died to ourselves and we've died to everything. And then there's something still there. And, uh, yeah, <clears throat> I'm still uh, afraid of failing. I'm still trying to, I think I'm still trying to maintain and make it and whatnot. What is it? What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so that's something that really was, I, the Lord really showed me today. You know, I didn't realize that I was carrying that fear still. You know, and so I'm giving that to the Lord today because I can't make it. And, you know, we can't make it anyway on our own. You know, we can do certain things, but not the not the kind of life that we're talking about. The blessed life of God is only from him. You know, so I've been I've been there's been certain things about in that I've been dealing with that. I've been just like, it's just too much for me, Lord. I just can't I can't I can't I can't make it. I can't do it. I'm not, I'm not good enough to do this. And the Lord said to me, that's true. You're not good enough to do this. But I am. <laughs> but I am. Hallelujah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got to be reminded. got to be reminded, right? It's never going to be in our strength or in our gifting that all came from him in the first place. But it's going to, you know, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Then it's, uh, if it's not, it's not, if it's not done in his spirit, then it will not bring the, the kind of riches that we're talking about, the spiritual riches, the gifts of the spirit, the fruits of the spirit. I mean, the, the love, joy, peace, and patience, and all, all those good things that only he provides from his spirit. And so, and the other thing was we went to, we also went to a service earlier today and they were talking about shame and uh, they were talking about uh, um, they're, uh, giving your testimony that, that what is it in, from Revelation that those are, uh, the saints are what healed by the words of their testimony. What, what is it? Yeah, but they overcome by the words of their testimony. Yeah, you shall overcome by the words of their, your testimony. And it was like, turn to somebody and, and tell, them, uh, tell them what God's done for you or something like that. And, and the band starts pumping, you know, it's like a gospel church and they're going for it. And the, I, the Lord just touched me and, and I'm, 
you know, most of you here know, but the first thing that always pops into my mind is he healed my little girl. It's still, for me, that's still the, like, the main part of my testimony is the Lord healed my little girl. And she's, she's all grown up now, but for me, it's still right on the tip of my tongue. Right? Did I, I just turned to Wilfred. He healed my little girl. And I just start crying. You know, it's still just so right there for me. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. You know, I'm thankful that, that I, my heart still, you know, we don't ever want to forget. We don't want to pass through that Red Sea and forget like the, like the Israelites did. They forgot how God delivered them. Right? Sometimes we forget how God delivered us and the things that he's done. And that's one of the great reasons why we gather together. That's why it's so necessary to gather together because we forget, you know, that's why God had, had them, had the Jews, you know, you're going to, you're going to put these things on your forehead and you're going to have these things on your clothes that every time you look down, you're going to remember, I am a child of God, right? Every time, you know, you would, there's going to be, you're going to wear all this stuff so that you'll always remember that you are a child of God and how he delivered you from slavery, how he delivered you because he knows we are prone to forget. So we got to gather together all the time and remind each other we've been delivered. You're no longer a slave of fear. You're no longer in Egypt in slavery. You've been delivered from that and you can live free. You can live free and thankful, and I'm just thankful today. I'm so glad that he healed my little girl all those years ago and uh, for all the millions of other things that he's done. He healed your little girl, too. Thank you. Thank, thank God. Thank God for all of it. And uh, so uh, let's play a song and pray a little bit. I like what Doug was saying about just asking. Ask for what you need tonight.